0: 2020 has caused many of us to cry, many of us to know people who have died, many of us left heartbroken, we've seen numbers rise, we've seen fights and divisiveness, and it's left us crying out, wow, really? Lord, we cry out to you even now on the last Sunday of this year, praying for better, Mm -hmm. asking that 2021 will be better than 2020. We cry out, wow, really, because this phrase can signify happiness Mm -hmm. or it can signify a huge letdown. Truthfully, friends, we stand in anticipation this last Sunday of the year, hoping to be blown away by God's blessings in 2021. We hope for greater health. We hope for greater wealth. We hope for exciting times. We pray for beautiful comfort. I join you in this wonderful anticipation. But friends, we need to factor in something. We need to factor in that there will be some great times in 2021. But there will also be some challenging times in 2021. Mm-hmm. There will be times where we communicate, wow, really enjoy. And there'll be some times where we communicate, wow, really in pain. Mm-hmm. But friends, we need to know that our beautiful Emmanuel will continue to be our God with us. Our beautiful Emmanuel It's the reason that we stand here even today. Our beautiful Emmanuel is more than simply celebrating on the 25th of December. We serve a God who has keeping power. Friends, I want you to understand today that Jesus will continue to provide in abundance. He will continue to provide comfort even in the midst of pain. Jesus will blow our mind with abundant blessings, but offer hope in the midst of tribulation. Friends, we will be surprised in positive ways in 2021, but we will also be surprised in negative ways in 2021. But through this double entendre that can be life, we must trust that we have a co-pilot that travels everywhere with us, even gives us wisdom for every situation. You may ask Joshua, well, where are you getting this wild really phrase from? Well, it's screaming from the text of 1 Corinthians Chapter 2, verses 6 through 10. To give a bit of backdrop or background of the text, I want you to understand that these ancient believers were experiencing some fighting, some pain, and the feeling of hard work possibly going all down the drain. That's what my brother Paul, who writes this, is experiencing. He sees these people experiencing this same thing. Paul is writing, if you hadn't caught it or not, he's writing to a quarreling church a church that's experiencing pain at this time. Paul speaks about hellos. He talks about thank yous. Paul even talks about wisdom. But really, Paul is screaming to these believers in letter form. He's saying, hey, will you just grow up? Will you lay down your immaturity and just grow up? You see, Paul has a multitude of topics, but they can all be summed up to this quarreling church, even us. Just grow up. Uh. Friends, in twenty twenty, if you hadn't caught it by now, we are a quarreling church. We're a church that fights just about everything. I'm not talking about this church. I'm talking about the church universal. We notice a world where hate filled decisions have infiltrated and affected our lives. We find immaturity to be a norm and fighting and pain to be as frequent as water coming out of a faucet. Paul's letter to the quarreling church at Corinth has been postdated for all of us. It's postdated for us to reflect on today. You see, in a world that strikingly finds much similarity to Corinth, Paul's words offer us hope in these horrible moments. And this hope, it leaves us saying, Wow, really? Paul writes, beginning at verse 6, through eight, and I like to sum it up just like this. Paul says that there's wisdom offered to all of us, but this wisdom is revealed by the Spirit. Listen to Paul's words in letter form. Paul writes, We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature, but not the wisdom of this age or the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. No, we declare God's wisdom. A mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. None of the rulers of this age understood it. For if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Friends, I want you to catch this. Wisdom is something that we stand in desperate need of, but something that we very rarely pray for. You see, Paul in the text He writes to a spiritual community who is divided due to living in a province that promoted division. You see, Corinth was previously known as a Roman colony, but in its newer state, it morphed into and accepted more of a Greek influence. The idea of the resurrection of Jesus did not make sense to the Greeks. Whereas Paul was communicating to these believers that Jesus died, he was buried and he was resurrected on the third day and he now sits at the right hand of the father. You see, in this province, there was the divide of Greek wisdom and spiritual wisdom. There was the divide of wrestling and wondering, should we stay with Jesus or should we be with the Greek gods and philosophers? And they did not know what to believe, Friends, I want you to catch this, that it's, it's awesome to have your Instagram evangelists and your YouTube philosophers. There's nothing wrong with that. But I want you to catch this, that if by chance you love their wisdom and it does not align with scripture, you've got a problem. Friends, because everything that we learn, all that we digest should be in line with scripture. I want you to catch this. God's not a man that he would lie. And his word always aligns with the wisdom that he reveals and that he gives. And so if we are going to have a blessed, no stress and lots of happiness in 2021, we must also pick up the word of God. Be open to the wisdom that God reveals and walk directly in that wisdom. Friends, it's in verses six through eight where Paul is telling these divided believers just trust in the wisdom revealed by the spirit of God. Trust in the wisdom that God has given us through the gospel of Christ. Paul says, I know, I know, I know, I know. It may not align with the wisdom of the Greeks, but he's saying, I want you to catch this. There's a knowledge above college. There's a knowledge that comes from God that's not learned in a classroom. There's a knowledge that's higher than our affluency and also higher than our pride. There is a knowledge that's above even our rationale. (laughs) Friends, I want you to hear me. There's nothing wrong with going to school. I'm in school myself, but we should never make school our Christ. We should never make YouTube our our God. We should never make Instagram our evangelist. Friends, catch this. I want you to know that God's word is the word that will lead you. It's the word that became flesh and dwelt among us. We have to understand that just because we can't rationalize it does not mean that it's not true. God is not confined to simply only what you can conceptualize. God gives wisdom sometimes that people don't even understand. We don't truthfully understand how Jesus was died and was raised again. We we, we can't put ourselves in that moment because we are not divine. But that's where faith meets the rest of the way past your rationalization. Hmm. Friends, I want you to catch this. This shows us that even though it's amazing to learn, it's amazing to be on social media. It's a great tool. We need wisdom to function in this life. We need wisdom to know how to deal with a national pandemic. We need wisdom to know when churches all of us can regather again. We need wisdom that comes from God to know how we can gather with our families again. So Thanksgiving in 2021 can look normal again. So Christmas in 2021 can look normal again. We need wisdom. We stand in the need of prayer. Friends, I want you to understand today that we need wisdom from God in our work relationships and our friendships and our family and our relationships and business partnerships. The wisdom of God created us and the wisdom of God saved us and the wisdom of God will provide for us. But you got to be mature to walk in this wisdom. In 2021, Paul is telling us in a post dated letter to right here to our hearts, we need maturity and if by chance you think this is a a thought that's just by itself i promise the bible sometimes oftentimes echoes itself turn over to hebrews chapter 5 verses 13 through 14 and hear these words the anonymous writer says anyone who lives on milk being still an infant is not acquainted with the teachings about righteousness but solid food is for the mature who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. Start now with a habit that you can carry over into 2021. Start praying for wisdom. We pray for every single thing else. We pray for new cars. We pray to lose weight. We pray for longer hair. We pray sometimes for peace. But when's the last time you've prayed for wisdom? Because see, wisdom will help you In living in such a divisive world, you see here, Paul, in a letter, he's telling these people, He's saying, guess what? You need wisdom, but you also need unity. You will never be motivated to unify based on just your wisdom, because on your wisdom, you're going to say, I love those who love me. On your wisdom, you're going to say, she didn't say hey to me this morning. I'm going to walk past her you're going to say he didn't do me right, so I'll never call him again. But yet, when you have godly wisdom, you'll turn the other cheek sometimes. You'll give grace instead of being divisive. You won't hold any more grudges. This is wisdom revealed by the spirit. Friends, as I think about Paul's words to this ancient church, I've recently implemented a new practice that before I go into my house, I sit five minutes in the car. My dog goes to bark Lauren looks out the window and wonders if I'm OK, if I'm sleeping there or something. But I'm sitting in silence. I'm not really trying to pray. I turn off my phone and this is what I do. I say, God, is there anything you want to say to me? For five minutes, sometimes longer, God speaks about some ways that I need to change in myself. Sometimes God reveals some sins that I've been overlooking. Sometimes he goes directly into a situation that I have been trying to avoid and offers me wisdom in how to handle it. You see, even in this time, we have to learn that if we're ever going to become mature, this is what Paul is saying. you got to learn how to spend time with God above everything else. Paul in the text He's sharing that in the midst of division, in the midst of all of this chaos, he's saying, will you submit to God so that God can give you wisdom revealed by the spirit? Hmm. Friends, I'm convinced that one of my mentors told me that many of us suffer from just giving out too much dialogue. In the words of James Brown, we talk loud and say nothing. Sometimes we need to learn how to be quiet, ask the question of God. God, will you show us what to do? And God will. Friends, this is what Paul is saying in the text. He's saying God will reveal the wisdom if you are willing to follow the wisdom that he reveals. But yet it's in verses nine through 10. We find Paul's anticipatory words and we sum them up just like this. In 2021, start now, we can expect greatness from God. (laughs) It's the secular theologian T.I., Hmm. Who once said, I don't want no, the- I don't want no mediocre. Hmm. And I want you to catch this. God doesn't either. Hmm. God doesn't function in mediocre. God doesn't bless in mediocre. God doesn't give us any mediocrity. But here's the truth. If he doesn't give us any mediocrity, why do we give him mediocrity? Hmm. It was in 1792 that adds a layer to this great theological sandwich that William Carey, the great missionary, quoted saying this. Expect great things from God, comma, attempt great things for God. Hmm. See the twofoldness there? Hmm. You see, this should be our perspective in 2021, that we move forward in hope, trusting the greatness that comes from God. But when we trust that great, when we expect that great, we must in turn be ready for the responsibility to actually live out that greatness. It's James, the half brother of Jesus that once said that to whom much is given, much is required. Therefore, start something now, spilling over into 2021. Don't seek to just exist, but seek to thrive. No matter your age, no matter your stage of life, no matter what you got going on, you want to thrive. You want to live into your purpose. God has given you great things, but will you attempt the great things that God is leading you to? It could be a new job. It could be starting a business. It could be getting out of a relationship. It could be being more diligent in school. It could be being more diligent in your health. It could be praying more. It could be letting some people go. But whatever it is, God is giving you greatness. Will you attempt great things for God? I love what Paul is saying here in verses nine through 10, because we love we love to add and tag this type of text with nothing but prosperity. But I love what this text is showing us because it's more than happiness and a feat like good time, but instead it's overflowing with responsibility. Hmm. Look at verse nine. The text says, However, as it is written, what no eye has seen. What no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things. Watch this. Even the deep things of God. All right. Listen to this, friends. These beautiful, hopeful words. They are paraphrase of some earlier words given by Isaiah, the prophet. But when times are tragic, divisive and rough. We don't care where hope came, comes from. We just won't hope to come. See, Paul, in a letter, he affirmed that in all of life, we can expect greatness from God. Paul is writing to these believers at Corinth as well as us. He's saying, you know, I know you live in a racially diverse, economically diverse, theological diverse environment because we both are there. He says, but in all of this difference, I'm writing to let you know that you can expect that that God, Emmanuel, will walk with you. You can expect that you don't have to be divisive. You could function in unity. He's telling them right here as well as us, lay down the immature fights. He's telling them as well as us, stop fighting over politics. It doesn't matter if you are a Democrat or a Republican. Do you love the one that died for you named Jesus? It doesn't matter whether you want to wear your mask or not. I hope you will. But do you love Jesus? It doesn't matter if you are Methodist or if you're Kojic. Do you love Jesus? Paul is telling them as well as us, will you stop fighting and start having faith? Will you stop fighting about every single thing? Because in 2021, if we are so excited about what's going to happen, maybe then God has given us greatness. But will we attempt the great things of unity? Will we attempt the great things of racial reconciliation instead of just talking about it in a committee meeting? Will we attempt the great things for God that we literally will put God over our everything, over our baseball games, over our football games? Will we pray to God instead of picking up our cell phone in the morning? Hmm. Will we make time for God instead of giving God excuses? Because if God has given us these great things, hmm, it's time for us to live out and attempt those great things. These are not just my words. I promise it's biblical. It's in Ephesians chapter two, verse 10, where the text says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Watch this for good works that we responsibility should walk in them. (laughs) Friends, we can't walk into the new year with old tendencies. We can't put old wine in new wine skins. If we're gonna have a blessed 2021, check this, it's not based on the pandemic ending or not. I promise it's not Hmm. because the pandemic can keep going. But the, the question that we're raising from this text is, will your faith still keep thriving? The pandemic can keep going, but will you believe that the Lord will fight your battles if you just stand still? The pandemic can keep going, but will you trust that the Lord is a promise keeper, a way maker, a miracle worker? The pandemic can keep going, but will you trust in the one that will make your path straight? The pandemic can keep going, but will you believe that God will do every single thing that he said he will do? We put too much power in this pandemic. Too much power. (laughs) Because it wasn't but more than a few months ago that every church in America had 2020 vision. Can you still see? Because God made it clear that eyes have not seen nor ears have heard, nor enter into the heart of man, God's master plan for those who love him in this year. Yes, people have died. Yes, tragedy has knocked on our door. Yes, we have lost people, but we have also found that on Facebook on Sunday morning, (laughs) there are more churches talking about Jesus than ever before. On YouTube right now, you are finding people who are coming to Christ right now. Friends, I know the pandemic is bad. It's affected my home greatly. But I'm trying to tell you something. You can expect great things from God. (laughs) Because God, through Jesus, told Peter that upon this rock, I'll build my church. And the gates of hell would never prevail against it. Friends, could it be that God is using even our tragedy to get us closer to him? Could it be that God is literally saying, I know what you're going through. I know you've lost a lot, but you can gain a lot if you will give me your heart. Could it be that God is working this thing? out and it just don't look the way we thought it would look. Friends, this is a mature word. It stepped on my toes first before it may have stepped on yours. But if by chance you say I don't know what that man's talking about. He's talking about wisdom revealed by the spirit. I don't know about that because we need a whole lot of wisdom. He's, he's talking about expect great things from God. Well, I've been expecting God to do something in my life and it hadn't worked out. Well, go over to Galatians 1. Verses 11 through 12, because Paul, too, had some doubters. Paul told a whole another group of believers in Galatia these words. I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel I preach is not of human origin. I did not receive it from any man or woman, I was, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. Friends, that's wisdom. If you want to know how to live in 2021, how to receive the miracles that God's going to give you, you need wisdom. Friends. God has not moved just because tragedy strikes. God is still right here with us. He loves us. He's rocking with us. and He's just waiting on us to stop finding new ways to fight with each other. So into the newness that God offers. Will you trust him? In 2021, will you stop making empty resolutions and start making brand new habits? In 2021, will you stop letting what's so around you affect your faith and start allowing what's in you to drive your faith? That's my hope. Because then verse 9 and 10 can have the prosperity tag that we align with it. Eyes have not seen. No ears have heard nor enter into the heart of man God's master plan for those who love him God loves us he loves us so much that he sent his son Jesus to die for us he loves us so much that we can expect great things from God even in a troubled world but it's time for us friends to take the leap of faith to put down divisiveness pick up wear roll around and walk in unity I challenge each of you in 2021 to do just that. We don't need more hatred. We need more unity. That's Paul's sentiment. And I echo that. In this new year, I want to pray with you because I know we have no clue what will occur. We may say, wow, really? And be surprised and everything may be well. Or we may say, wow, really, oh, my God, more of this. But let's pray. Mm. Eternal God, our heavenly father, 2020 has been a year unprecedented. It's been a year where we've lost much, but we've gained some things. And so even now we lift up those who have lost their lives to this pandemic. We lift up the families who are dealing with those losses, Lord. We pray for comfort. We pray for peace. We ask God that you would place a hedge of protection around each and every one of us. Help us, God, to trust you. We pray, Lord God, for every church in America that every church would walk and live in unity instead of division. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on our world, fall fresh on our homes, fall fresh on our health, fall fresh on our wealth, Heal our landlord. We need you. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. If by chance, friends, you are watching this and you don't know Jesus, friends, you don't have to make a resolution. All you have to do is repeat a prayer right where you are. That prayer goes like this. Would you repeat it? I admit that I need Jesus. I believe that Christ died on the cross for my sins. And I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. In Christ's name, amen. Friends, if you just prayed that prayer, we want to know about it. If you have any other prayer requests, we may be scattered, but we are not alone and neither are you. You let us know about it by emailing altogether at spdl.org. If you'd like to sow into this ministry, you can go to spdl.org. The giving options there, and under that drop-down menu is the option for all together. And you can give as God leads you, friends. I want you to know that God's with us still, even though we have a Christmas hangover going on. But I want you to know that as we take the Christmas tree down and the garland from around the rails, we can still be happy about the Emmanuel who is our God with us. So this week, as we prepare to leave this virtual space, I'm charging you, seek God, seek the wisdom from God, expect greatness from God, and attempt great things for God. I hope you will. And hey, have a great 2021. We'll see you again in January.